Matt Ryle and Ryan Meisinger back with you at Ryan and the Ryalcat after what, Matt? It's been a long time. Four? Like two weeks, two and a half weeks. I apologize. For me, well, for me, it might be three weeks, maybe four. Oh yeah. Oh, for you, it's been you know maybe a month. We apologize. I mean, it's been it's been a rough couple weeks. You know, we're busy. We got finals yes. weeks coming up, so. Uh, we're trying to give the people what they want in, in the, the middle, middle of in the middle of finals week. Yeah, that's how dedicated here. we are to you guys. You know, and I'd like I'd like to uh, I know I did this on Twitter, but I'd like to give a formal thank you to Nick Dimitrio and Jake Kanopka, if you gentlemen are listening, for doing the fine job of filling in. Um, yeah, as, better than you. you know? As uh, what? See, this is this is my co-host right here. I had to edit his intro because <laughs> what he said, he goes, "Ah, oh, thank you for tuning in to Ryan on the Wildcat." Uh, fortunately, my co-host Ryan Meisinger is not I meant here. Today. Unfortunately, you just didn't get that. Unfortunately, it, just, it didn't pop. The un the un part didn't pop. See, I'm so just well. not sure. I'm not so sure like, you. you unfortunately, meant. something like that. I don't know. No, you said fortunately. I meant to say unfortunately. I I promise you. You know. I don't know if I believe you. Nah, it's alright though. The boys are back in town. The boys boys back together. So. uh it's gonna be. A, we got a. We got a show for you guys today. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Some uh, crazy stuff has gone down over the last couple of weeks, Ryan. Crazy. Listen, you, you say crazy. Say no more than the power couple of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I, I understand. This is a sports show. Um, but Saint West, Kim and Kanye have decided that's the the name of their new child, Saint West. Woo! Can we just name and and the name of Saint their first Matt? child, Northwest, Saint Matt. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't you ask? Uh, it has, a, has a ring to it. I am a saint, right? Why don't you ask your mother? Uh, that I mean, I don't know if I'm technically allowed to name myself Saint because then, like, am I really a saint? Yeah, I think so, but people may not. You get what I'm saying here? Okay, but are you technically allowed to name yourself that? Yes, you are. And I don't know. You maybe could, you the could, church says you can in some way. I don't know how that works. I'm just saying. Uh, it would be pretty uh, dope. All right, so give me what would you, if you are Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and provo- uh, propose, excuse me, St. West to you, what would you shoot back her way? Oh, it, it, you got to go with out West. Out. His first name should be out. I know okay, listen. Thinking, you, no, no, no. Out is not out is not a name. It doesn't have to be. It either is yes, north. Yes, it does. Either is north. Okay, but but north north is like at least sort of like a noun ish. <laughs> no, but you go with out because guess where they are? They're out west. They're they're over in Cali, out west. You know. They're so what happens <laughs> if they move east to New York? But they're not right now. And then you say, um, then you change his name to. Um, East West. Opposite. <laughs> or East West, yeah. East West. There you go. I think I think my theme stays with Northwest and I'm I'm going Southwest. So you would have two children named North and Southwest. Yeah, if you if you're gonna name one North, you might as well name the other one South. That yeah, seems like the master plan. Say maybe they live in the Northwest, so you go out west and then in the northwest. You get what I'm saying? Woo! Creativity points there. <laughs> No, you don't like. I'm just gonna let you finish the show. <laughs> I'm, just, all right. I'm just gonna let you stay here for the next what 45 minutes. Go ahead, keep going. You know I can do this show solo, right? All right, good, good. <laughs> um, no, no, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start my clock right now. No, I'm gonna don't. give you. No, I'm looking at my computer. 
I'm at 410 right now. Talk for the next minute and a half. Are you kidding me? Let me drink my coffee. No, go ahead. All right. Um, so since Ryan wants to delegate his his uh, part in this show to me, you know, we have Kareem. Another story here we want to start with. Kareem Benzema, the str- French striker, plays for Real Madrid. He's in, you know, he's in, got arrested involving a sex tape scandal. Now, some of you may be like, that's not funny. To me, that's kind of funny. Um, you know, it had to do with his friend or somebody he knows, one of his old teammates on France, Matu Valbuena. Matu Valbuena had a sex tape come out online, and he wanted the police to investigate, you know, who put it out online and who's trying to blackmail him, you know, essentially, hey, we'll take this down if you give us 50000 to $100,000. And so I'm thinking, why is, why is Benzema... <laughs> arrested involving this did Benzema put this up you know online to screw with his teammate you know which would be hilarious in reality what really happened which I thought was kind of weird but funny one of Benzema's friends actually got approached by Valbuena's um the people who took Valbuena's um sex tape and he they approached Valbuena uh, one of Benzema's friends so that his friend can get in t- touch with Valbuena, uh, no, in Ben, so that his friend can get in touch with Benzema, who can get in touch with Valbuena. Whole mess of things going on here, okay? I just think this entire thing is hilarious, okay? We're talking about sports and we're talking about sex tape scandals. Has there ever been a sex tape s- scandal in sports? Does it happen often? You know, I I don't know, but when it does, it is hilarious. Speaking of Kim K. <laughs> Okay. You're still you're still doing this like whole monologue as if I'm not here. Speaking of Kim K, Ryan, okay, yes. sex tapes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on, go on, please. We go from please. one please. person who's had a sex tape to another person, you know, involving sex tape. Except one's in sports and one's not sports. See, we can relate Kim K to sports in some way. You know, it just took you a little while to figure out the connection. Nah, I didn't know uh, Kimmy K had a sex tape. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. I had no idea. Really? How'd you know? Yeah, how'd you know? Everybody knows, dude. Have you seen it? Seriously. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it. It happened years ago, dude. So you've seen it? I, I'm not disclosing that information. <laughs> I feel bad for Karen Benzema. It's actually Karen Benzema. I know you're saying Kareem. But that's how, that's how us... Uh, Americans say it? Yeah. So were you one of the people that called Thierry Henry Terry Henry? No, I called him Thierry Henry. Okay, so you can call Kareem Benzema Karen Benzema. Um, no, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't Why know if you, you ever bad? seen... It's hilarious. I don't know if you ever seen Val Buena. The guy's like 5'5", five, five, maybe 5'4". Five, so he's getting some. What's so to feel bad about that? I don't know. This is a sticky situation for Kareem Benzema. I, I will say this. The charge he's being uh, charged with is complicity in an attempted extortion. It carries a minimum of sentence of five years. Yeah, and listen, this is like this stuff's no joke nowadays. This is very serious. Like but we're the... talking about this, you know. Let's let's talk about who my mic almost fell there. Let's talk about uh, Messi and his tax, you know, evasion fraud with his father. You know, he could go to jail for that. And there's been a couple other Spanish players who actually have done the same exact thing and may, may go to jail. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I. Mascherano, I mean. I think I think what it comes down to with these guys, like these allegations and accusations, always come out. But you've Lino Messi, you have Karen Benzema, Javier Mascherano. Nothing's going to happen to these guys. Yeah, I mean, but if they did it, I, I personally, I'm a huge Messi fan. He's my favorite player, but um, as everyone should be. You know, I, I hate Cristiano. He's a little little girl, but uh, a little girl. No, not a little girl. Excuse me. He's a just. He's a crybaby. He's a crybaby. So now we've been gone for three weeks, four weeks, whatever it's been, and we have missed stuff from just about every sport you could imagine. I, I don't know if we just have missed stuff. We have missed, um, you know, some monumental moments in sports. Some it's very. That was a very eloquent way of you to put it. Yeah, I, I know. I'm very eloquent. Um, some some history being made. So, I mean, this stuff has been incredible lately, and the fact that we haven't had a chance to talk about it just pains me. Does it pain you? You know, it's awesome. So, uh, what we're going to do for you guys, since uh, maybe maybe we're your only source of uh, sports talk or whatever. but uh, If that's the case, I love you. Yeah, true. For, you, for wherever you are. Good for you, because you still learn a lot from us, because we cover You're getting the best sports content on the goddamn internet. Exactly. But what we're going to do for you right now is just let you guys take a listen to a little bit of a montage of all the things that went down in these last couple weeks. Some of the big things, some of the monumental things. So listen here, take a listen to this. You will not. <laughs> all right, you know what? Just go ahead. Take, take a listen. Their last regular season loss, April the 7th at New Orleans. Curry, 24 points, 9 assists. Steph, congrats on the win. I got to ask, though, is this Warriors team losing anytime soon? Well, we hope not. I mean, uh, I play at a high level every night. Pretty cool uh, accomplishment to start the season 16-0 and do something that's never done in NBA history. And it's picked up by Will Hill. Will Hill runs down the sideline. Hill's going to get a block. Will Hill is going to win the game on a blocked field goal. Unbelievable. <laughs> Will Hill thrilled me. What a play at the buzzer. A toss. Anderson, he'll get it. And plenty more. CJ Anderson is going to go all the way. And the Denver Broncos win the game. Second final ever here at Maffrey Stadium. The last one was in a very different era. Steve Clark has had an absolute shocker. And Diego Valeri is handed a gift. What a dream start for the Timbers. First and goal from the nine for the Jets. Go, go, go. Fitzpatrick will throw. Enzo. Marshall's got it. Touchdown, Jets. The Jets are an extra point away from tying this game up with 27 seconds left. Barnes has it. What's he doing? From mid-court. Oh, my oh, goodness. He triples. Oh, Fabian oh. Johnson in behind Lahm. And here's Oscar Vence for Raphael. Vence! Oh, he scores! Wow! And the flag stays down here. Fabian Johnson born in Munich. And Johnson makes it 3-0! Amazing! 
Here is Cristiano Ronaldo. He makes it look simple. Danilo did well. Benzema, Danilo, Ronaldo. Danilo, Ronaldo. Lining up the shorts. He has his hat-trick. In trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone. It is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game-ender for the Packers. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Thursdays are fun. Thursdays are my favorite day of the week. Should we just keep that in? Oh, we're going. I don't think you understand. That's not, like, this is live. Where we are right now, this is live. Oh, God, that just, that, you, know, you know what? It just got me pumped up, you know? It got me pumped up. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, so what, what we're going to do here is we're going to take, uh, take the best five of all of the aforementioned plays. Matt, let's start with you. No, you go. No, 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 you're hyped up. I don't want to take your... I don't want to take your vibes right now. All right. Whew. All right, let me just... So, it, it's clear to me that the number one here is is pretty simple. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. Well, I mean, what a moment. What a moment. You know, this thing was launched, dude. It, it wasn't just like a 30-yard or 40-yard Hail Mary. It was like a 70... You know, it was a 61 technically yard Hail Mary. But that's... It's incredible. You know, and Richard Rodgers, whoo, what a catch. So you got to go with that first. Second, I got to go with, monumental-wise, the Kentucky loss. Because that was, it's a, it's a big in this sport. You know, this is a very good team, and we saw them go virtually undefeated last year until until the last little bit in the tournament. You know, this is, this is a very talented team, and for them to lose early on, it just shows their weakness. So monumentally-wise, I have to go with that. The next one, um, I would have to go with the Warriors breaking the record. I mean, I know the other two, that, that may have been a little bit higher monumentally, but call-wise, and just it, it was it's just an incredible moment. I'd put that at number three just because maybe it's not the greatest play, right? but it's the greatest moment of them all. You know, or it's, or it's the greatest, you know, it, it doesn't have that much of an impact. Like, Kentucky's will have an impact maybe in seeding and how they're ranked and how people look at them for the rest of the year. The Warriors, this is just them breaking a record. And, and it's incredible. And, and it's one of those records you never thought you'd saw, you know, broke, at least anytime soon. For them to do that, I just, it, it's been an incredible ride to watch. It's now up to 22 there with their streak. I don't know if they're ever going to lose, Ryan. The next one I would go with is it's getting tougher now at the end. The Browns block field goal. Or the, the Ravens blocked field goal of the Browns. What a Browns thing to do. Absolutely. I mean, that, that entire organization is just a shit show. It's just a shit show. I mean, they're, they have, you know, you could say what you want about Johnny Manziel, but you can't, this guy, even when he starts, and even no matter what quarterback starts, they don't have any weapons. They got no, they have no good wide receivers. Okay. They have no good running backs. They stink at running back position. They don't have a good offensive line except for Joe Thomas. And their defense has played terrible this year after it's supposed to be one of their strength, strong points of the team and one of the best in the league. I mean, Joe Hayden's been terrible. So it's just been 
same old, same old for Browns fans. But that was an incredible just block kick. You never think you never think you're going to see that. Yeah. Finally, there may be a bigger thing than this. Oh boy. But I have to do it because I'm a little bit of a homer. A little bit. Yeah. Van Bailey's field goal to win. I, I it got me the most pumped up. I'm just going to go ahead and delete that from the Google Doc right now because I'm not using it. No, you have to put it in. No, no, I don't. You already put it in. I don't have to put it in. All right, all right. That, okay, don't go, what do you got to go and add it back for? Um, so you remember um, what how great it is. That's why. But um, <laughs> So those are my top five. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. You got uh, the, the final Ken- Kentucky loss, the Warriors breaking of the record. The win streak record. Then you go with the Bra- the Ravens block field goal of the Browns, and then you go with Dan Bailey. Close fifth was uh, Grizzlies buzzer buzzer beater. All right, so I'll give you my five. Um, definitely much different than what my buddy's going with. I will take Aaron Rodgers at number one, partly because that was just I, I was so I was sitting there down in Miami. Um, cause Elon was playing Florida international university and I'm sitting there lights out is about like 11 o'clock. Um, I was being, I was being a bad, bad, uh, person. I wasn't following the rules and it's what, like 1130. I'm st- You're not out. following the rules. Woo. Getting in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. Are you done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So it's like 1130. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to watch the end of the game. And then he just unleashes this. He gets this 15-yard running start, launches the bomb. And, and, I mean, what else can you say? The throw, the throw was just... It was unreal. It, it wasn't even how far he threw it. It was how high yeah. he threw it. At Cowboys Stadium, that doesn't even go in. You know that, right? Well, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Um, so that one has to take the cake for me at number one. I'll skip over the bronze block field, uh, the Browns blocked field goal, excuse me, just because it's just a classic play that happens to the Browns. Um, C.J. Anderson, no, because Ronnie Hillman um, is my running back for fantasy, so I don't like C.J. Anderson. All right, all right. Dan Bailey Stop uh, being was, so was just not that confrontational the, here, buddy. Dan Bailey was just not that impressive from the beginning. Um, so I'm going to say no to that. I'm actually going to change one of those. Uh, and I'm going to include. They don't know you. They don't know what you have written down on the doc. You don't got to tell. Yeah, I know, but I want to be an honest guy. I'm going to put Cam Newton in there at number two. Cam Newton not only is game winner down in New Orleans, but his five touchdown performance, and, and just him as a guy this season, MVP oh, I, I... candidate. Won't say he's the MVP. Do you disagree? I think he's MVP. So there, you don't disagree. Yeah, that's just me. I think he is the MVP. Tom Brady's lost two games. How many has Cam lost? No, and he keeps coming back and winning and showing guts. I didn't think he had. So I mean, if you have anybody else as your MVP at this exact moment in time, you're ridiculous. I mean, Tom Brady's a close second, but it's Cam. It's Cam. I'll tell you one thing: Cam's been the MVP of uh, Little Terrio and Co. Well, playoff birth. We'll talk about that later. Um, Number three. Diego Valeri, 29-second goal in the MLS Cup. Fastest goal in MLS Cup history. Just a blunder by Steve Clark, who he's taking a back pass, and he switches it to his, his opposite foot and just completely messes and up. And that was a big goal, too, because they only won by one. Yeah, huge goal. I mean, to get that away, 
I mean, away goals don't count in MLS Cup Finals, but to get the away goal like 20 seconds in as the away team, that was unbelievable, and the implications of that proved to be just, huge. Just throwing this out, you know, before yeah. you give your last three, uh, you know, how you feeling over there, bud? Mm. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, right? I knew you were going to say that. So I'm going to continue with what I'm going to do and just ignore the Red Bull's that loss. That's why he's a little that. I mean, I'm hurt too, you know, not as much as you, but. Why you gotta th- why you gotta throw shade like that? I'm not throwing shade. I'm a You're Red not Bulls throwing fan. shade. I, just, I was genuinely really? concerned about you. You're not concerned. I am concerned. You're, no, no, you're instigating. You're provoking me. You are 100 percent provoking me. I am. I am concerned though. You don't care. I do care. You don't care. You're my number co-host. Four, no, of course, number I care. Number four, Brandon Marshall touchdown. Giants miss field goal. Number five, Clay Thompson ten threes. That's my top five. Well, the Giants miss field goal. One of the greatest nights, one of the greatest moments in sports all year. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I mean, as a Cowboys. Just because they keep crap in the bed at the end of games. and They really do. Yeah, I mean, they're just like a bad news bears. Can you imagine if Tony Romo was healthy this year? Oh, stop. But I, I'm asking you no, 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 no. can, can you imagine can you, how no, badly can the Cowboys you, would be running can you imagine? Can you imagine if the Giants actually won the games they were supposed to win, they'd, they'd have three losses. But no, Maybe. they didn't. They like The Patriots wasn't a game they were supposed to win. <laughs> that's not a game. They okay, lost I in the mean, final that, seconds, right, but it wasn't fine. a game they were supposed fine. to win. But what if what if you go to the Falcons game? What if you go to who they play week one? Or you go to but the against the Falcons, game. the Falcons are a better team than them. They were undefeated the early they're, on they're, in the year. They're, they're the Jets are, are a better teams. team. You can't mm-hmm. say that because the Giants were hey, not okay, even supposed to be that good of a team, and they're not that good of a team. But it's not about better teams. But they always overperform against each team. That's fine. They They're always play well against good teams matchup. and play down to their competition. It's just how they do Always it. have. You're right. You're damn right. But all I'm saying is, to your, can you imagine this, Tony Romo, that can you imagine if the Giants have won the games they should have been winning this season? The Cowboys would still be ahead of them because the Cowboys would be close to undefeated right now if Tony Romo was at his best <laughs> like last season. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And Des Bryant was – and with the defense we oh, have, oh, it would have it been over. It would have been over. It wouldn't even be close. We'd be running away with the division. The Giants wouldn't have beaten us, you know, the second time. The Eagles wouldn't have beaten us, okay? The Eagles stink as it is. You know, I thought they were going to be our biggest competition coming into the, to the year, and they crapped the bed. You know, the Giants just don't have a defense. So, I mean, the Cowboys would be running away with it. But that's, that's a time because they're not, and they still won't win the division even though they're one game out. Even though the division's bad, but we'll talk about that at another point in the Hey, show. are you are you home right now? No, I'm not lying. Oh no, no, because you just seem like a homer to me. But oh, good one, dude. Good one. We all have our teams. I just bought a Steph Curry jersey. Is that a homer? I'm a Nets fan. Okay, I'm not talking about the Nets. I'm Respect the, the game, bro. Respect the I'm, game. I'm talking about the Cowboys. That's all, all I'm right. talking about. Anyway, uh, we're gonna take a. <laughs> that's it for us. We're gonna take a little bit of a break mm. here on Ryan. <laughs> Ryan send us, s- send us, send us your top fives from our montage. Oh yeah, you're right. Send us our top fives from that montage. That you know. You know the Twitter. You... you know the Instagram. Yeah. You know the Facebook. You know where we are. You know Twitter too. You know SoundCloud. You know it all. So send us your top fives. We want to know, and if you do. You know, we may be having some Ryan and the Rylecat gear at some point in the future, and uh, you'll win a freebie of one of those, uh, you know, shirt, hat. Who We don't know yet. But when we do know, we'll give you a free one, and maybe you can come on. You know, who knows? All you got to do is involve yourself in us, because... <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
We want to hear from you because without you guys, we don't have a show. And without you guys, this is not fun. So please give us, you know, your top five. We'd love to hear from you. And um, we're going to take a little bit of a break here on Ryan and the Rockcast. So we'll be right back after the break with Riles Up. And uh, trust me, you won't want to miss it. So uh, we'll be right back here. So we got a Russian, a Russian millionaire. You got a basketball team from New Jersey. And you have Billy King. The basketball team from New Jersey moves to Brooklyn. The Russian millionaire stays the Russian millionaire. And Billy King makes one of the stupidest trades in NBA history. Matt Rowell, let's talk about Mikhail Prokhorov for Riled Up today. All right, Ryan. It's and the reason we're talking about this. Let's just get this out. Is because Mikhail Prokhorov, the Nets owner, just made a deal. Now he has a hundred percent control of the Nets and Barclays Center. Not fifty-one percent. Not sixty-five. A hundred percent. He just bought the entire thing. First off, as a Nets fan, I don't even want him to have any percent, let alone a hundred percent of it. So. It's just, why? Why do you have to buy it? You don't care about the team. You're never there. What do you come to, two games a year? Well, listen, let, on, let, let me cut you off. To answer your question, he's buying it just like any other businessman because he thinks he's going to make money. I, and yes, you know why You know why he's going to make money? Because of real estate. And you know why real estate's going to go up? Because there are still three or four massive high-rises that haven't gone up around Barclays Center that are going to go up, and he's going to make a butt-ton of money when those go up, and he chooses to sell the team. All right, yeah, and you're right about that. You're right about that. He's making a lot of money from it, but I don't care. Okay, as a Nets fan, I don't give a crap. I don't give a shit. I don't want him to make money. I don't care if he makes money. I care what happens on that court. Okay, and he doesn't act as an owner that helps. All he does is say, you know what, just use my money trying to make a good team. Okay, and that leads to what happens. You know, Billy King trying to be Superman, trying to fix this team, trying to make them, you know, a, a couple-year wonder, uh, getting this team. But that's not even Billy King being Superman. That is literally, I, I can almost promise you, that's Mikhail Porkov saying, you do this. That's my point. You know, right. you, you so put he, him in a, a position. That's all he is. But you he's put him in a position where you have to make a move like that when you say use all my money. You can use it all. I don't care because I'm I'm rich as hell and I don't really I want you to just do whatever you want because as long as I'm making money from this all of this I don't really care at all. You know he didn't right. care about the basketball team. You know he cared of just about money. You know and that's the difference between a guy like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's had every game. On the sideline for the Mavs. He cares about the team. You know? It's like Steve Ballmer of the Clippers. He's there. Sitting in the stands. Energized. You know? He cares. It's like Paul Allen. It's like, I hate Jerry Jones, but he loves the damn team. And he wants them to do well. So it's like Jerry Jones. You know? It's like, it's you just, I can't fathom the fact that he is the Nets owner because he just doesn't care and this team will never do well when you have an owner that doesn't care about the team all he cares about is money and that won't get you anywhere 
And it puts Billy King in a situation where, you know, he's trying to make all these moves and try to be like superhero. He wasn't superhero, Ryan. That's not where I was going with that. That he's trying to be like Superman and trying to be Superman by trying to make all these crazy moves. And then it ends up happening like that. I don't even blame Billy King for it. Okay? There's nothing There's nothing you know, to blame Billy King for. None of this. Not 1% of it. Okay. All right, no, that's not true. That's not true. 15%. That's not true. I know. That, well, listen to me. You just heard me say, okay, that's not true. But a large percent of this is not Billy King's fault. And I don't, I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm defending Billy King. Because that, that's not what I mean to do. But Mikhail Prokhorov has been an absolute cancer to the Nets organization since they moved to Brooklyn. Uh, the move to Brooklyn's been, been good. I won't say it's been great. It's been good. It's been good. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, I know there were rumors, whatever it was, that, you know, last year, two years ago, that he was going to sell the team. He should have just done it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and the, that's what hey, – it's just I, I want an owner who just cares. And I, I, I mean, not only that, like they don't have to be – you know, I would love a guy like Cuban or whatever. They don't have to be a guy who's like at every game, like I say. But just not one or two games a year. You know, it, it, it shouldn't have to be a big deal. I follow all the Nets beat reporters and things like that, and they make it a big deal whenever Prokhorov's there. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be yeah. a big deal. He should be there. You know, that's his job. He's the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, so act like it. Yeah, but, you know, it, but it's not even that. You know, it, he's a busy guy. I understand. I have no problem with him being Russian. I have no problem with him being a millionaire. Oh, but No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, oh, he's Russian, he's bad, or he's a billionaire, he's bad. No, I'm just saying that he's just not a good owner. Yes, no, I agree. But I, what, I, what I was saying is I don't think it's, like, quantifiable how much. You know, if he gets to 10 games, that's fine. Yeah. But if he if he's not going to the other you know, 70-so, then I want to see him on Twitter. I want to see him on yeah. something, on some medium, showing that he's monitoring the And that team. he's involved. You know, I, I guarantee, you know, the one thing you did say is I guarantee he did, like, you know, I want you to make this move. And Billy King, you know, obviously he, he didn't fight it too much. He could have said this is not a good basketball move. If Progroff knew anything about basketball and cared about the future, he would have known that it wasn't a smart move. Yeah, but, but, but Billy but King listen, should have told him that. But Billy King, I agree, kind of was probably pressured into it. Yeah, I was going to, like, do we know that Billy King maybe didn't have a four-hour-long phone conversation with Progroff saying this is the stupidest move we can make? Do we know that Progroff didn't say, okay, make this move or you're fired? But that, that's and, my point. Yeah, maybe it probably wasn't that extreme, but... But we don't know that. So, I mean, I know you're defending Billy King, and he's had success other places, but he hasn't had that great track weather, track record. And all I'm going to say is this. If, you're, if I'm a Nets fan, I don't... I want Progroff gone more than anything else. But with the moves Billy King made, you know, you don't know why he did them. And he could have said, I'm not making that move. I'm sorry it's not best for our team. And I'm sure Prokhorov would have listened. But clearly he didn't do that. I don't think Prokhorov would have said, you're fired. And if he did, then if I'm Billy King, then I I can't work under a guy like that. He would have gotten hired by somebody else. Okay? He would have. He would have. Yeah. Especially if he goes around telling people that. See, I, I, I don't think... Uh, any of this, I don't think Billy King could have said no. I think he could have. I think he could have. And I don't put it on him solely, but I think right now as a Nets fan, there are a lot of things that I want just rid of this team to get rid of, and including players, including 
Um, well, see, listen, it's one of those things where you wish and wishful thinking, but it's one of those things that you wish when Billy, uh, not, excuse me, when Lionel Hollins came in, it's one of those things you wish it was like a line change. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I you, wish, you wish Hollins came in, new GM came in, you flushed out some players, you tried to get rid of Joe Johnson, you kept Brooke Lopez, maybe another few guys. Yeah, you know what? Here, Right now, if I was looking at this team as a Nets fan, here's what I want to happen. I want Prokhorov out of there. I want Billy King, bye-bye, see you later, go get a job somewhere else. Okay? I want Lionel Hollins to stay right where he is because I think he's a good coach with a proven track record of winning with teams that aren't even the most talented. Okay? So he's a good coach. I want Brooke Lopez and Thaddeus Young, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, okay, to stay right where they are. I'll even go as far as if he continues to play this way, Shane Larkin and Thomas Robinson to come off the bench. Everybody else, get rid of them and bring in new guys. Just get get rid of them. Excuse me. God, I'm knocking my mic over because I'm just I'm, I'm using my hands. I'm so fired up. But, like, just get rid of them. Just get rid of them, all right? Yeah. Anything else? Oh. I, see, that was good. You you thought you thought you wouldn't there uh, wouldn't be much to say about the Nets and Lionel Hollins. I just feel like I always talk about Prokhorov. the Nets, but like Prokhorov's a different. Animal. We, hey, I don't I don't think we talk about the Nets that much on the show. Uh, we haven't talked about Prokhorov, you know, particularly. And I'm surprised that you don't see more media covering this and more guys talking about how much of a cancer he is. Yeah, but there's listen. The reason the media doesn't cover it is just because. Well, yes, but. It's the Nets, and no one cares about That's the Nets. That's true, but also he's rich, and he has power. And he doesn't have any power over me, so that's all I'm saying. Well, people don't talk about it because they don't want to die. This guy's a hitman. What, am I going to die, Ryan? That's, a, no, that's going know. too Listen, far to saying just because he's it, Russian, he's a little... If me count... Well, there like there are rumors to his history of how he's gotten this money uh, about the Russian mafia and this kind of stuff. Okay. But listen, if if Mikhail Prokhorov, um ever listen to this podcast, whatever have happened from there, I would be okay with. You're right. You're right. If that if that means that this podcast got in the hands of Prokhorov, I'd I'd consider that uh, a win. Uh, a win, right? All right, you're right, you're right. That's the only way to take that. It's a W either way. <laughs> well, you have to take it as a win, to be honest with you, because, um, you know, it's just, <laughs> he's big time. But, I, I mean, he may be, we may not like it, but he's big time. All right, that's it for Riled Up. Coming up next here, we're going to take a little bit break, but coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, Wait, the regular on, season of fantasy is gone. You know, it's over. Playoffs are starting. Now it's time to talk a little studs and duds from the whole year, you know. Who wins the NFC East? Who wins the Champions League? A little more of sports talk there. And then this is a pretty, pretty big toe-to-toe with the pro. And I mean incredibly big. Matt Ryle versus Ryan Meisinger. Me versus him. Host versus host. Who do you guys got? And you'll find out who we got after the break. So stay with us here on Ryan and the Rockcat. After a two and seven, one and seven start, one of those, Little Terrio and Co. went on a five-game winning streak. 
to make the Fennies football 2015 playoffs as the eight seed going up against Mike Olcott at the one seed. Matt, you're in the playoffs. Oh yeah, two seed. I'm the two seed. Come on, you know me. I, I, I'm my team's an animal. I've got no, I got no, you know, doubts that I'm gonna win. I mean, you guys gave me Thomas Rawls. I mean, are you kidding me? I was ready in first right, place, you know, and then uh, you gave me Thomas you, Rawls. You are just. Uh, I'm gonna like ban you from the waiver wire. Like I'm the at, waiver at some wire point. King. No, at some point it's got to stop. You know, I think next year what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the entry fee twenty dollars and I'm going to put ten cent, ten cent fee for every waiver wire pickup. So you can't just sit there and dick around on the waiver wire. What do you have? Thirty five pickups? Forty? I don't just I pick up the players that are good, dude. That's part of the game of fantasy, dude. You could ask any of the fantasy football guys, you know, oh. who study like uh, Matthew Barry and the NFL guys. Part of being a good fantasy player is working the waiver wire, and it's just sometimes you just gotta take a shot in the cannon and say this guy's gonna be good. But at this point, Rawls was on the waiver wire and. I, nobody had picked him up, and this was after we found out what his name would be missing for a couple weeks. So, I don't know. Thanks. How many ad, how many ads do you have? Do you know? What do you mean? I'll, I'll look that up right now. But that's not. I'm not worried about that. I'm just you know saying like. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm just gonna call you out for it. All right, I'll see. Um, I don't. I don't know if it tells you. I don't think it tells you. It says somewhere. Transactions. I don't know where it says transactions. And no, but it doesn't tell me. Oh, you. You also gave me Sean Drawn. Thank you very much. Okay, no, d- stop. Don't say I gave you Sean Drawn. You got to be quicker on the trigger, dude. No, listen, bro. It's not it. You had a higher wa- waiver priority. Oh, I. I've made thirty-nine moves. <laughs> where'd you Where'd you find that? I'm gonna tell you how many. How, how many? Mark has made fifty-one. And you've okay, made 19. Okay. You're the third most behind Mike, um, and then Alcott's the fourth. Mike's 12. He's been good. <laughs> okay. You know, Mark's just ridiculous. 51. <laughs> 51. And he, did he make the playoffs? Yeah, he had to if you made it, right? I, I will say a solid addition going into the playoffs for me was adding Scott Chandler. That is solid. You know, um, one, one I will say Mark's team has Des Bryant and Michael Malcolm Floyd and then Drew Brees against Tampa Bay. Todd Gurley, Matt Forte, Julius Thomas. That's a solid team, Darren McFadden, but I don't think Gurley's going to – he has been playing well. Des no, Bryant, he has not. Des Bryant and Michael Floyd stink, so I don't know. He could be out this week. I, let, me, let me just say I am a – I'm never big into predictions, but just to throw, throw it out there, against the number one seed on the eight seed, uh, six and seven team against eleven and two team. I'm a five point underdog. That's it. I'm a. I'm right now. I don't have my uh, kicker in, and I'm a a ten point um, favorite. Should I start Blake Borders or Jameis Winston? Well, I don't know who Blake Borders is, but if you want to start Blake. Dude, Bortles. I have, like, four good quarterbacks. Seriously, I have Blake Bortles, Tyrod Taylor, and Jameis Winston. Tyrod's playing Philly. Bortles is playing Indianapolis. And Jameis Winston's playing New Orleans, who I could throw 50 touchdowns against. Okay, you could not. So who do I play there? I would I would probably start Blake Bortles. Really? Just because I think he's been a friggin' beast. Blake Bortles versus Indy against not New Orleans, though? Wait, who, hold on. Let me, let me go to your team. Because... For me, when it, what it comes down to in fantasy is... But all right, this kid what, I'm playing has Matt Ryan against Carolina. Damian, Dammy, Danny Amendola. DeMarco, yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to kick his butt. DeMarco Murray versus Buffalo. Yeah, you're going to kick his butt. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston's home. 
Uh, Tyrod Taylor is away. Don't play him. Blake Bortles is home. Blake Bortles or James Winston is your answer. I'm aware of that's my answer. I'm just confused. I go. I personally right, next go question here: Sean yes. Drawn or D'Angelo Williams or Thomas Rawls or T.J. Yeldon? God, you are just hoarding running backs. I have. <laughs> do you want to give me one? Ah, oh, God, dang it! Trade deadlines. Pat. So good, dude. I'll drop one now. I'm just kidding. I can't do that. That's cheating, and I don't want to. That's not cheating. I don't no want to, see dude. Why would then you would have him for the playoffs? And what if I play you? You'd have to give him back. Yeah, you think you're gonna play me because you know my team's good. No, I, I mean your team's solid, but like anything can happen. It's the playoffs. It's the so if playoffs. We're talk, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about my team and, and sort of a theme going into this was studs and duds. Okay. Throughout the entire year, we've done studs and duds before, but looking back on the regular season now that's concluded, um. I'm going to go with one simple stud, um, and that's Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. He, wasn't, he wasn't a stud for me. I think we lasted this couple weeks ago. He wasn't a stud for me then. Oh, yeah. But then he started playing. And then my seventh-round pick of Cam Newton looks better and better each week. So that's my stud. My duds, I've gotten a lot of my duds off my roster because they were awful, but I... Uh, I don't know. There's so many duds you could go with. You could, like, if if you look at the draft, you could go with the quick picks, um, the early picks like Marshawn Lynch. Oh yeah, uh, that's an injury related. He's still a beast. Eddie Eddie Lacy. But that's all injury related. Yeah, Eddie Lacy wasn't so injury related. Eddie Lacy has just been awful. Demarius Thomas. You know, you know, I'm really scared to play three. Jeremy Hill. I mean, oh yeah, I've had him on one of my. This, I didn't make this, the playoffs because of him. I didn't make the this, playoffs because of Jeremy This year Hill. in fantasy football, unlike any other year, to me sucked. Has been no, no. It's been a very waiver wire busy year. And that's what you have to do sometimes. Like I said, you have the to early be. picks. Early picks have just been awful. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. You sort of knew that going in, going into the first round. I I in my head thought the one safe pick that there was was Adrian. Like Adrian Peterson's good. But I, I, I just I, I never was... feel safe with Jamal right. Charles with Eddie Lacy. That's true. That's true. I mean, I will say, you know, I think you have to keep D'Angelo Williams and Thomas Rawls in my lineup. I'm, I'm skeptical about Yeldon or um, or Sean Drawn because Sean Drawn's playing Cleveland, who stinks. Yes. And I'm scared. I don't know. You should be. But I think they're both going to do good, so I don't know why I'm scared. But um, did you know, this is how far Randall, one of my duds right now, and I'll give you some of my studs and duds, one of my duds for the year, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. What a shit show he's been. I've said that multiple times, that word. But wow, you lose Jordy Nelson. You'd think, all right, Randall Cobb's going to come step up and play well and have top five season. No. Opposite, actually. He's been awful. He's projected eight points against a crappy Cowboys team. But I can't sit him because he's Randall, he's Cobb. Randall Cobb. And I can't start, you know, I would actually sit him if um, Matt Michael Crabtree wasn't playing against Denver or Kamar Aiken wasn't playing against Seattle because those are just incredible opponents. What am I supposed to do? You know, I could go with Devontae Parker versus the Giants because Devontae Parker stepped up recently. But, you know, you can't change. You can't take Devon, You can't take Randall Cobb out for DeMar- Devontae Parker. 
one of my studs, though, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, my God. This guy averages, like, 80 points a game. It's yeah, ridiculous. Hopkins has been unbelievable. It, he's not more than unbelievable. It's, he's been unreal. And, uh, I mean, okay, it's, sure. it's been incredible to have him. Another stud of mine, you know, got to go with a little bit of Thomas Rawls, D'Angelo Williams love there. You actually gave me D'Angelo, so thank you. Thank you. I did. You're I welcome. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't do it looking back. Um, because that was when I thought my season was going to crap. And, yeah. um, so I was just trying to pack on. That being said, D'Angelo Williams hasn't done great. Um, He's done pretty good. He got me like 20 points last week. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, that's fine. It, 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 what did Amari well, Cooper well, listen, what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is I haven't been penalized yet for not having D'Angelo Williams. Well, Amari Cooper hasn't really been that good yet. Right, but Amari Cooper was never a move for this season. True, I thought Amari he would Cooper be playing was, better, though. Amari Cooper was always a move for next year. Yeah, I just thought he would be playing better. That's all I'm saying. Um, so th- those are a couple of my studs and duds. And then, surprisingly, Blake Bortles has been a stud all year. Uh, it's incredible. He's been a stud all year. Uh, let me ask you this question. I'm going to make this one quick because we got important stuff to get into later. Um, NFC East. Okay. But wait, wait. First, can we stay on fantasy football for one more second? I just have sure. to Sure, what do you got to say? All right. So... I have, like I, I've told you my dilemma, you know, with the running backs and the quarterback, but I have Austin Safarian Jenkins, who's going to have a, a game, I think, against um, what against the Saints. I have Jameis Winston, and I have um, their kicker, the Tampa Bay's kicker. Do I have too many Tampa Bay Bucks in against a very bad Saints defense? Uh, uh, I mean, not just a bad Saints defense, a god-awful no, no. Saints defense. Uh, you know, if I went if I went with the idea that I had too many Carolina Panthers in last week, I would have lost. Sure. I know the Tampa Bay Bucks aren't the Carolina Panthers, but the New Orleans Saints are awful this year. Their defense, at least. Right, and could, you're not even you're not even in the Superdome. You're in Tampa Bay. It could be an offensive showdown. You know. Really so could. I, I mean, you always have. There's never having too few Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bucks. But, you know, go with what your gut says. I, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, okay, you're right. All right, all right. Moving on to what you are saying. Who wins the NFC East, Ryan? I want to get you an unbiased opinion first since I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> um, 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 uh, who's in the lead right now? Yeah, three teams tied. Uh, three teams tied. Net. What is that, all, Giants? Yeah, Giants, Eagles, Redskins all have a 2-3 and three record in the division. The Cowboys are one game behind, but they have a 3-2 and two record in the division. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, part of me says the Giants pull it out. Part of me says the Eagles pull it out. No Redskins love. No Redskins love. No, no. Not giving the no, Cowboys a chance I, either. I'm not, I, I won't count the Cowboys out. Or yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I won't count the Cowboys out um, like other people might. I, I, it's funny. I count the Redskins out before I count the Cowboys out. Yeah, I mean, that's just because the Cowboys' defense has been incredible. Well, it's just because the Cowboys are the Cowboys and the Redskins are the Redskins. That's why. True, but we have Matt Castle as our starting quarterback. Not we, the Cowboys, excuse me. Huh. Um, I have to agree with you. I think the Giants pull it out and maybe the Eagles. Um, maybe the Redskins. I actually don't think the Cowboys have a chance, so I'd go with one of those three. I, I It's hard for me to pick, so I'm just going to – Giants. I'll, I'll pick one. I'll go with the Giants. I don't think any – obviously all these teams are – Still in it, but I think the Giants—they have a good enough offense to win one or, you know, I would say two out of the next four games, and that may win you the division, because uh, because all four teams are playing very difficult opponents, and 
they all have probably four of the hardest schedules coming down the stretch, and that's a, a fact if you want to look it up. Um, they actually have four of the hardest schedules in the league coming down this last month. So I think it's going to be very difficult for any of those teams to really get more than two wins, if, to be honest with you. Um, I think the Giants have the best team chance to do that just because they tend to play up to their competition and can get some of those wins. I think right. the Eagles win against, you know, the Patriots was a fluke because the Patriots, they didn't have anybody, dude. It was literally like Tom Brady, well, I mean, it was listen, like Tom Brady and a bunch a of knees out there, you know? No. Yeah, it was exactly Any exactly. Listen, anytime you put yourself, I, I will always say no. Anytime you put yourself in a professional setting. Well, that's rude of you. It's fact. <laughs> Yeah, what are you? What are, what are you? Five eight? Uh, five six. Five six. Put you, I will take you on a soccer field, maybe. Okay, that's Messi's five seven. Remember I won't that. take you anywhere else. I'm Messi seven. I know. I'm maybe good golf. At soccer. Okay, you know what? All right. So no, no, stop. So, we're talking about this. Let's stay with it. Toe to toe with the pro. Woo! Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna make a montage of you saying that. That's the third time. Woo! Woo! You have to add yours in. That's how you sound. All right. All right. Anyway, toe-to-toe with the pro, Ryan. Take it away. All right. Well, you guys know what we're doing. And I, I don't know. Do they? Have you told them? I did. You I, I previewed them. a little yeah, bit. you told them. A little bit. So we're going me versus Matt. Ooh. I thought I thought this might be a little biased. So uh, earlier on, I was thinking maybe we do like Rory versus like Michael Mark Gunn. or something. Oh, that would be Mar- easy though. Mark, Mark stinks at everything. Yeah, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark versus Mike. I don't know, something like that. But we'll, we'll go me versus you. Basketball, soccer, football. Three, three sports that, that, that we all like. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll start. I'm going to try not to be too biased and, and unreasonable here. Basketball, um, you, I think you can shoot me out, out of the gym because I can't shoot. But I can beat you down low. So Steph I Steph Curry, Steph Curry, baby. I think, I think if we did a best of seven uh, games to eleven points, I think I could take three of them. I think you would take four. Hey. Just being honest. Just being honest. Just because I can't shoot for Jack. For Jack, nothing. I can't shoot. Soccer. Um, I think. I think I would take me in soccer. One, I I don't know how you do one on one in soccer or what but, yeah. what we're prefacing this by. All right, I'm just gonna let you continue talking. You know, I'll, I'll say it like this: you got um, you got a seven on seven. We both play striker. I think I have a better shot than you, and I I think I finish more of my chances. Okay. Okay. Or or even another scenario: you versus me, penalty shootout. We each go up against each other. We have one standard goalkeeper. Let's let's just say Mark's the goalkeeper. I, I think I take I think I think I take soccer football. What do, what do we mean for football? Are we talking like we're, it's like wide receiver versus corner? And we're wide, covering wide each other. Wide receiver versus corner. Say what you want. You can you can keep saying my, you're gonna win, but I don't think you would take me. My hand my hands my hands never were great. They've improved. I'm faster than you. No, we know that, and I have GoPro footage on my computer. I'm faster than you. That was a, that was a rough week, I'm telling you. I'm I don't faster, know if everybody I'm faster that. than you. I got longer arms than you. Eh. I, I think I beat you on the offensive side of the ball. I think defensive side of the ball might be difficult, but I think I, think I, t- I, think I take you in football. 
Wide receiver versus corner. I can't. I can't throw. I don't have an arm. If we did quarterbacks, you'd, you'd be. So me. in a triathlon, you would take Ryan Meisinger over Matt. Ryan. All right. Well, of course we're gonna yes. be a little biased here, but I'm gonna take Matt Ryle in everything. Gosh. May, maybe all right, basketball. I think I have you just because I can shoot better than you can. And you're right. Three point shots count more than two. You know. And if I get a lot of them, then you know it happens. Soccer. You know, in a penalty shootout, I agree with you that you would beat me. You know, surprisingly. But when we're talking about the game of soccer, I played soccer for 13 years. You know, I was a midfielder for 13 years before, oh, I, before I broke my back. You know, I was on some of the best oh, teams no, no, in okay. the state so, of New Jersey. No. I was on so, some of the so, best. No, listen right, to me. That's fine. No. That's fine. I was listen. on some of the best teams in the state of New Jersey. So oh, I have. I am brag. very good at soccer, and I'm very smart when I'm on the care. soccer field. Oh. Just just answer the penalty shootout question. You would be me. You'd be me. Okay, so it's one 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 right now and you're gonna take yourself in football. Yeah, because I'm I'm quicker. You can ask any you can say what you want. You know, I'm I was playing football the other day with you know friends from the T V station I work at. We had a big game going. Nobody could tackle me. I was just too small. You know, I'm too quick. You could say I'm not fast, but I'm pretty fast for my size. And I'm I'm, I'm quicker than anybody realized. I am literally like a little little uh, lightning ball. I swear to you. You know, you'd be surprised. You know, when I don't just run straight down the field, it's hard for people to cover me one on one. It really is. It's very difficult. When there's no safety help, you know. All right, so we need we need Twitter to decide then, because we got a two two one two one split. Yeah, I mean, we both take so we both take me in soccer, and we both take you in basketball, football. Yeah. E- even though I tend to take, I lean towards taking the only one I will one hundred percent, I think, agree that you would take me is football. I tend to I, – I lean towards taking me in basketball just because I have like 10 inches on you. But then Not again, 10, but but then like again in, it's Steph Curry versus Andre Drummond. Who would win? Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay, know? but stop. You're not Steph Curry. But that, that's just something. Listen, I'm, I've I'm seen you against. shoot. You, you don't like. If, but no, if, but I was, if it was me versus Jake Kanopka, I'd take Jake Kanopka every day. Oh, of but course. it's me versus you, and you, you don't – you can't shoot nearly as good as you think. All right. All right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. So that's, I guess. I guess Twitter. This is this was the only way it would it would get settled. Twitter, because we're we're both gonna be favorites. But, all right, ourselves. but let's be real. Everybody's gonna pick you on Twitter because for some reason everybody hates going against me because they love messing with me. Oh yeah, no, no, don't don't put it that way. It's just it's they're gonna true. pick me. They're gonna sure. pick me because they believe I'm oh, better. Oh, but that you're not category. more athletic though. You may be taller, but that doesn't mean more athletic. There's a difference. Don't even don't say know. you're more athletic. That's ridiculous. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. You know? That's all I'm going to say. Football, yeah, when you throw a ball up to a wide receiver, if they have height over somebody, they're going to catch it. But you, it's still a very difficult catch, and I don't think your hands are good enough for your size Matt, to Matt, really Matt, hold on. Let me ask enough. you a question. Let me ask you a question. How many times have you seen me play football? Not often, but I've played a lot more than you have. I can tell you that. Okay, so why don't you, why don't you stick to yourself? And you stick with you, I right, and no, not make fine. assumptions. And, and also, see, I, I can talk about you because I've seen you play. The soccer, you seen me play. The soccer thing again, you know, um, that's also give and take on any given day. I could be, I, I've played soccer for a while, you know, I think I'm a good penalty kick taker. I am, but I can on any given day, I may go five for five on any given day, I may miss two of them. You you have better ball control. You can dribble better than I can. Yeah. But I have a better I have a better shot. You than do. You. you do have a better shot. I will give you that. I you have a better shot. Nick Dimitrio takes both of us in the shot category. Uh, no, I think you may beat him. No. No, you have a better. You, trust me, I've I've played with Nick a lot. You you may take him there. I'm just letting you know that. 
you know, Nick's good, Nick's but not, good, but not, 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 not as, as you know. You know trust me, he's now Kyle Goodwin or you know Dorsey, you know. Well, listen, we need we need the Twitter people to speak more more than any time before. Oh yeah, you know that's who everybody get on your phones right now. Tweet at us, Matt Ryle, Ryan Meisinger. Just if you want to break it down by sport and say I'll take Matt and this, Ryan and this, but at at least make sure you say who do you take overall. I'm going with myself. He's going with himself. No surprise there. Okay, but we need your help to decide basketball, soccer, football. Pick. You've heard it from us, so now it's time for your choose, your turn to choose. Also, give us your rankings from early on in the show of your top five moments because we really want you guys to interact with us and we really enjoy fan interaction because we want to hear from you guys and we want to have some of you on the shows. We want to you know, be able to give out some stuff. We enjoy having fans and we really want you guys to uh, inter- and you know interact with us because we're fans of you guys because you're our fans. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Eloquently said, Matt. Nicely yeah, done. Yeah. So um, that's it for Ryan and the Rylecat today. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Ryan and Rylecat. Instagram now, Ryan and the Rylecat. Periscope as well at Ryan and the Rylecat.com. You also have at the double RR, two R's podcast at Ryan and the Rylecat.com. Email us anything you have. Love getting emails from, from you guys. You can also find us on SoundCloud and check out all our shows there. And also, of course, RyanandTheRylecat.com has all of our current shows on it. You know, Make sure you can find all of our stuff there. You can comment on it, talk with us there. Have any new ideas for what we can add to the website? Always looking for more of those. So we're on everything. We are, we are just about on every medium you could need. Yeah. No excuse. Yeah, no, so no excuse. So have any ideas for anything, let us know. We thank you for tuning in and listening to this edition of Ryan and Rock. And everybody had a wonderful, wonderful week. I know your girl well, just not in public. Blame the city, I'm a product of it. Young from the city, you gotta love it.